0: Please your Bible with me to the book of First King. First King. First Kings. First Kings. I read verse uh, chapter three, verse one, verse verse eleven. First King three, verse eleven. And God said unto him, Because thou hast asked asked this thing, and has not asked for thyself long life. I want you to tell your neighbor, God knows that you need long life. God knows need long life. Now, it said, neither has asked riches for thyself. God knows that you need riches. Tell your neighbor, God knows that you need riches. Yes. Now, it said, no ask the life of thy enemy. God knows that you have an enemy. Tell your neighbor, God knows that you have an enemy. But has asked For thyself understanding to discern judgment. Brethren, if you spend the rest of this year praying for understanding, you have not prayed enough. But this, God was simply telling Solomon, You have asked the right thing. The grace to ask the right thing in the sight of the Lord, the Lord will grant unto you in Jesus' name. Brethren, God knows what you need. So I don't want you to panic. He knows you need money. Yes, if you are not married, He knows that you need a wife. He knows that you need a car. He knows that you need a job. He knows that you need a baby. He knows that you want to move to your own house. He knows that you need your family with you. He knows everything that you need. Oftentimes, the reason is because why those needs are yet to be made. Either it's not his time yet, or maybe we are asking him the wrong thing. If you ask God what, you know, the things that that are his will according to your life, he will grant all those things. What are the things you can ask God this morning? Ask him to save soul. Ask him to deliver those that are oppressed and your needs will be met. So this morning, I want you to keep in mind God knows your name, and he has answered them all. And you will see miracles today in Jesus' name. You are going to bow down your your head this morning, even as we pray this one prayer before we go into the war. What is the prayer point? We began the operation overflow this week. We are going to say, Father, go into our harvest field and direct souls such as should be saved to your kingdom, and establish them in Jesus' house. Go ahead and make that your prayer this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, send your Reaper angel to go into all our harvest faith. In the name of Jesus, to direct such souls, such as should be saved, Lord, to direct them into your kingdom and into Jesus' house. In the name of Jesus, this week, Lord, we ask, in the name of Jesus, Lord, so such as should be saved, Lord, direct them, Lord, to your kingdom, direct them, Lord, to Jesus, help. establish them, answer their prayers in Jesus' mighty name. We are free Let the living soul shout a bigger amen. 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 God bless you. Now turn your Bible with me to the book of Psalm 89. So just know that God knows your needs. So don't worry about your needs. From verse 20, I mean 21, up to verse 25. Psalms chapter 89, 21 to 25. We are going to read together. One, two, go. With whom my hand shall be established, my arm also shall strengthen him. The enemy the shall not exalt upon him, him, nor the, nor sons the son, of him son of wickedness afflicting. And I will be I will down, be down, his own faith and, and blame and them, and them that he is. But my, my faith and my rest shall be with you, and in my name, my name, my soul shall be I will I will say also say, and word, also and in the sea, and his right. Writer, praise the, the Lord. Amen. 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 Even though God was describing here, this scripture describes King David. This is also talking about you. You are the King David now. King David is at the bosom of the Lord, resting, waiting for the day that will meet with him. So the Lord is simply telling you this morning, he said, that he will establish you. Now God is not only says that, he said, he will strengthen you. And now God is also saying to you and I that that the enemy will not exalt upon us. In the name of, he said, the sons of wickedness shall not afflict us. That's the promise. He said, I will beat down your foes before your face and plague them that hated you. He said, God is saying, my faithfulness and my mercy will not depart from you. That is the promises of the Lord. I want you to hold on to it. And in the name of Jesus, as God, honor his work concerning David. He will honor his work concerning your life and my life. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn your Bible to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. <clears throat> First Thessalonians chapter 4. God has been taking us through a, a, a series titled, The Sanctified Hearts uh we have been able to look at what it means a heart that is pure a heart a a, a fleshy heart a heart that, that 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 is panting after god that desires to know god you know is a heart that um you know that we enter heaven a heart that we that has been transformed but that been regenerated A refined heart. That's the kind of heart we must have as believers. Now, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, I read verse 1. Furthermore, then, furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of, of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. You will abound more and more in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> for you know what commandment we gave you by the Lord Jesus, for this is the will of God, even your sanctification. I want you to unmute your device and tell your neighbor, sanctification is the will of God for you. Is the will of God for you. I believe some people are not sleeping or mute your device. I say, sanctification is the will of God for you. Sanctification is for you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Uh, that you should abstain from fornication, verse four, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification. Look at that word again. It's coming the second time. Sanctification in verse three. Sanctification in verse four. And honor. Now. Not in the loss of, of, of uh, concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. As also, I mean, as we also have forewarned you and testified, for God had not called us unto uncleanness but unto holiness. Tell your neighbor, God has not called you unto uncleanness, to but unto holiness. Unto Amen. holiness. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Now, what, what is it that determines the state of your heart to determine whether you have a sanctified heart? The number one key there is your conscience. Your conscience. Your conscience determines whether uh, you have a sanctified heart or not. Now, there are different levels or different things about conscience that we can look at. But you see, the conscience um, is like that inner policeman that checkmates you. You know, when you when you think about a thing, are they in line with Philippians 4 verse 8? Verse 8, are there things that you know that are holy, that are just? So your conscience is that part of your of your, your of your life, of your body, of your soul, of your spirit that speaks to you. God put it there in order to be able to put you on the right track. Have you seen people speaking jokingly and they said his conscience is dead? What that implies is that this person does not have the ability again to do what is right. God may not appear to you in a dream or you may not hear his voice necessarily and say, my daughter, my daughter, this is the way to go concerning that decision. My son, follow this step. You may not hear audible voice like Elijah, Elisha had or maybe like Jesus Christ himself had. But the truth is that inside of you, there's a conscience. And anyone that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then you have a pure conscience. Now, your conscience, we are looking at the infusion of the spirit of life into your mind at salvation. Turn your Bible to Ephesians 4, Ephesians 4, verse 23. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 23 says something important. Ephesians 4 23. It says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. mind." What does that tell us is that is that when, when you have a conscience that is not that is not pure or a dead conscience that conscience needs to be renewed now when you hear the word of god the conscience your conscience is renewed how does your conscience link to your heart or how does it link to sanctification a dead conscience as we see in romans chapter 1 verse 28 a dead conscience cannot produce a sanctified heart A defiled conscience, I mean conscience, as we see in Titus 1 verse 15, cannot produce a sanctified heart. A weak conscience, it's like here and there, here and there, can also not produce a sanctified heart. Now we have what we call good conscience. Good conscience, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. Let's read that. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. 1 Timothy 1 verse 19, it said, holding, for, holding faith and a good conscience, which some have put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck." So what does that So There is good conscience. Good conscience is good. It can produce a good heart only. Now, a good heart is not enough to please God, brethren. We need a sanctified heart. He purified her, and we also have what we call a pure conscience. You will have a pure conscience from now in the name of Jesus. Now, pure conscience. That's in the Book of First Timothy, chapter three, verse nine. If you are there, you can read for us now. Uh, First Timothy, chapter three, verse nine. First Timothy, three nine. Amen. God bless you, ma. Yes, mommy is already reading. Thank you, ma. Go ahead. All the mystery of the- Pure conscience. Holding the mystery of the faith in pure conscience. What does that tell you or It tells us that you see when you look at the word pure and sanctification, they are the same. So what we produce a sanctified heart is a pure conscience. Is a pure conscience. So the question is: Is our conscience is our conscience pure? Is your conscience pure before God? It says, holding the mystery of the faith in pure conscience. A pure conscience will produce a sanctified heart. A pure conscience will produce a sanctified speech. A pure conscience will produce a sanctified movement, action, whatever you do. It will reflect in your physical life. A pure conscience. A pure conscience is not dubious. A pure conscience does not play games. Is not an unstable person. No. A pure, somebody with a pure conscience is somebody that, 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 that whose heart has been purified by the blood of Jesus. Who makes up his ease or her mind even to walk before the Lord daily in a pure conscience? You see, when you look at your heart... Or when you listen to the state of your heart, it will tell you whether you have a sanctified heart or not. What is it that determines the state of your heart, whether it's sanctified or not? Number one is your conscience. You are going to bow down your head this morning as you pray. You are going to pray that the blood of Jesus will purify your conscience. Maybe you do something wrong now. It no longer prick you anymore. Now it's very convenient to lie. You don't even feel it anymore. It's very convenient now to gossip. You no longer feel anything. Nothing prick you inside. Your conscience is not pricking you. Then it's a sign something is wrong. And if you're in that state right now, whereby you are now beginning to enjoy seeing those things that you left behind, those lifestyles, the way you used to talk, the way you used to abbreviate—if you are going back to them now—is a pointer that your heart is not sanctified. But if you are, if your your heart is in a state whereby you uphold good conscience, then there's no way you won't have a sanctified heart before the Lord. I want you to bow down your head this morning. First, you are going to say, "Mighty God, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning." Lift up your voices and make that your prayer. Go ahead and make that your prayer. You see, when you uphold good, it, it sanctified a good, you know, through a pure conscience. You see, what you have, the little you have, you are happy with it. You are, you are, you are, you are not panicking when somebody knocks at your door. You are not panicking when the committee calls you to come and give account of the money. Because you have a pure conscience. You are not scared. So when your heart is sanctified, there's no cause for alarm. Many people, are, many people are in panic mode. Why? Because they don't have a pure conscience. Their heart is not sanctified. Say, Father, this morning, I thank you for your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. You are going to see mighty God. So I'll call this prayer upon, and I want you to pray them. And then, you know, we'll pray for those uh, that are yet to be saved, and those that need healing. You are going to say, mighty God, remove from me dead conscience, defiled conscience, weak conscience, and plant in me a pure conscience that my heart may be sanctified in thy sight. Go ahead and make that your prayer. And then thereafter, add what you want God to do for you today. Today is a brand new day. You need miracles. When you have a pure a pure conscience, a sanctified heart before God, then God, by His mighty power, you know, will cause whatever you ask Him to, it will bring it to pass. Are you here this morning? You are not born again. You have not invited Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior. I want you to know that the reason, one of the reason why you are you are struggling to please God, is because you know your heart has not been sanctified. It's because you don't have a pure conscience yet. You need Jesus Christ in your heart. When you believe him with the whole of your heart, confess with your mouth, then you shall be saved. And Jesus will deliver you from, 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 from dead conscience. So you are here this morning. I want to say, Lord Jesus, if you are not born again or you want to rededicate to life, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray as many that have prayed this prayer, Please forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. Now go ahead, pour out your heart unto the Lord. You have just a few more seconds. Few more seconds. Tell him and say, Lord, remove from me dead conscience. Remove from me defiled conscience. Remove from me weak conscience. I'm planting my heart a pure conscience. Say, Lord, plant in my heart a pure conscience. That my heart may be sanctified in that side, And then pour out your heart. Tell him what you need today. Tell him what, what you desire that he will do in your life. And by the time we meet again, you will have testimony. Go ahead, pour out your heart. In Jesus' mighty name, we are friends. Ancient of days, I want you to stretch forth your hand. You are here. You have heart pain. Heart pain. You are feeling pain on your chest. And you're having heart problems. I want you to lay your right hand upon your, 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 your chest. Lay your right hand upon it. And you are sick. If you are sick in any part of your body, just lay your hand. And the rest of us, just stretch forth your hand. Eternal Rock of Ages, I want to thank you for your word this morning, teaching us how we can determine the state of our heart, whether our heart is pure or not, that our conscience play a key role. This morning, Lord, we desire a pure conscience. Is there anyone whose conscience is dead, who can no longer feel even, even when they do what is even evil? This morning, I ask, Lord, Let there be evacuation of of dead consciences. Let there be evacuation of weak consciences. Let there be evacuation of defiled consciences in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, let there be outpouring through the fresh water that comes through the Holy Ghost, through the blood of Jesus and the word of God. Let there be outpouring. Let there be cleansing. Let pure consciences begin to spring forth now in the name of Jesus. As you pay attention to the state of your heart, your conscience will be pure in the name of Jesus. I pray for you. You will walk before God in a sanctified heart in the name of Jesus. I pray every traces of wickedness in your heart. I approve them by the blood of Jesus. Are you sick? And those of you laying your hand on their chest this morning, that pain, I command that pain to go now in the name of Jesus. Those of you that are sick in your body, those of you that woke up, you you, you felt so tired, you felt so weak in your body, receive divine strength in the name of Jesus. As you go out today, the Lord will favor you. Every miracle you desire of the Lord, the Lord grant them unto you. Before the end of today, you will sing a new song. In fact, your testimony will be come and join me sing hallelujah. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are afraid. Amen, amen, amen. Shout a big amen. It is done in Jesus' name. I want to thank God for your life. Brethren, continue to maintain a pure conscience. The Lord is with you. Keep looking unto him. When you pray, believe that God has answered your prayer. Don't forget this week, we are, we are, in, that, we are in our oppression overflow. Find somebody to preach Christ to. Invite them to, to Jesus and invite them to Jesus' house. And as you do, the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. I will hear somebody's testimony tomorrow. At least somebody will testify tomorrow of miracles in their life today in Jesus' name. Let's share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.